If it hadn't been for the Maharaja, observed Serena, adjusting her favourite scarf around her shoulders, who knows how things could have ended. There were murmurs of assent. Ludo and Sid exchanged a meaningful glance. The students filtered back into the building, gathering as on evenings past, but on this occasion inside. Serena had ordered takeaway from the Himalaya book cafe, and large cardboard boxes of pizza were being passed around, along with a nerve-steadying carafe of red wine. What I'm trying to work out, mused Suki, is how the Maharaja knew about the fire. Perhaps someone phoned him, suggested Ewing. He's said to be very community-minded, someone added. I've heard that too, agreed Serena. And he often seems to walk down the street in the evening. Maybe he saw the fire himself. Whatever the case, I'm not sure how I could possibly thank him for saving my house, said Ludo. He didn't want to stay for a glass of wine, asked Merrily, in her smoker's voice refreshing her own glass. He probably doesn't drink, said Sid, and he's very private, doesn't like a fuss. I have to arrange a personal meeting to thank him, proposed Ludo. Much better, agreed Sid, but I think you are forgetting the real hero of the evening without whom the fire would have done so much more damage before anyone even knew that it was happening. There was a pause before they all turned to look at me. Swami! You are right, Ludo said, rising from his chair and coming over to where I was sitting next to Serena. He seemed to prostrate as he knelt on the rug in front of me. I don't think I will ever forget the sound you made, he said, stroking me appreciatively. Spine-chilling, remarked merrily with a shudder. Gave me goosebumps, said Suki. You wonder how they know, mused Carlos, adjusting his trademark bandana. Oh, I think cats know a lot more than we give them credit for, said Ludo. A lot more than we even recognize ourselves. It was a moment before Serena said, as we were discussing at the cafe earlier. Ludo, Sid, and several others nodded in agreement. For the benefit of those who hadn't been at lunch, Serena repeated what the eminent biologist had said about the consciousness of animals. He told us that animals have the ability to perceive certain things imperceptible to humans. Apparently, we are sentient in ways that most people never for a moment stop to consider. I once heard about a pet pig, said Ewing, who woke up his owners by pulling off their bed covers one night. The house was on fire and they were sleeping through it. They reckon the pig saved their lives. Just like Swami helped save the studio and my home, observed Ludo. Do you think it was the scent of the fire, she noticed, asked a yogi called Jordan. Scent? Or she could have seen smoke, suggested someone. Sixth sense, said Carlos, offering a more flattering explanation. I remembered the huge rat that had appeared from nowhere and my shock at seeing it, followed by the involuntary yowl its appearance had provoked. She certainly knew how to warn us, said Merrily. Ludo looked at me with an expression of profound gratitude. For that, Swami will always be a guest of honour at our studio. It was only later, as we were leaving and people were in the hallway putting on their shoes, that Merrily noticed Serena's scarf. You were lucky, she said, taking the edge of it between thumb and forefinger. You normally leave this on the balcony, Serena finished. It would have gone up in smoke. But not tonight. That's the weird thing, Serena said. I could have sworn I put it outside. 
but apparently it was here, beside my bag, all along. You don't think, Merrily started to say. Here she is, interjected Sid, stroking my face with his smooth fingertips as Serena held on to me, a very special being. What was it that made me feel so close to this tall Indian man with the sparkling eyes? The one, he continued, who knows much but says little. I looked up at Sid, recollecting the rat on the scarf. If I knew much but said little, what could be said of him? Later that evening, I curled up on the yak blanket that His Holiness kept on his bed for my exclusive use. As I hovered in that gentle, drowsy state between wakefulness and sleep, images from last night's dream and this evening's fire flashed through my mind, and I thought about what the biologist had said about the sentience of animals.